Zarek again from Real Chiropractic Dynamics and uh, we're doing an impromptu uh, podcast video at an MLS seminar in, uh, where are we this time? Toulouse. Toulouse. And last time we were together in Bristol and I've noticed the, the culture change, like whenever you're in the UK yeah. and you're doing the adjustments and they need someone to supervise in the UK, it's just like, like here, now. Yeah here you have to shout like okay raise your hand if anyone wants supervision <laughs> and even when you do that they're like okay it is uh, if you want no uh, if you have the time yeah, the Whereas, comes up. i need you to raise your hand i can't see everybody and then you'll see one of them come up through the midst but yeah tell us what's on your mind danny what are you thinking about ah well i'm just thinking about uh you know this is my 10th mls in the last year as a coach and as a coach, as a as a lead facilitator, and um, just thinking about how things are changing and uh, the evolution of it, um, how I've changed as I've gone through mm -hmm. each one, it's been a really good journey. Mm -hmm. Really enjoying the, every step in the path. Um, I was thinking the other day about how we always talk about the the mastery curve. So I'll, I'll put I'll put a slide in. Uh, if you don't know what it is, but basically it's you think your your learning process is okay. You're going up and you can't put a foot wrong, and everything's going bad, and you can't do an adjustment to save your life. And then eventually it'll come up, and then back down, and then up and back down. But really, what happens is instead of it going up and down like this, if you were to zoom the lens out a little bit, what's actually happening is it's coming up and down. But as that happens, you are uh, progressing, yeah. and uh, that's what I wanted to talk to you a little bit about because recently. Well, you, you've known me for a long, you've known me since second year, yeah. first year, first year. Uh, yeah. And uh, I never really had a problem adjusting cervicals ever. I was adjusting cervicals in first year, but I could never adjust uh, side posture. I think I adjusted my first lumbar in the first weeks of third year. Like I was a late, with side posture, I was a late developer. So I put a lot of time and focus and energy into getting side posture and just doing plenty of mock frost on that dummy that you see. Uh, and now recently I've found, especially the last two weeks in clinic, side posture, man, I can't put a foot wrong. I'm seeing miracles just from doing side posture all the time. But now it's been a complete turnaround. And the last two weeks, I can't adjust a cervical to save my life. It's it's like a, like a first year again. Uh, what are your thoughts about that? Because I know you've been through some similar transitions Absolutely. as well. Absolutely. Well, it's, you know, it, this happens in everything. Um, you see, you watch sports and there's, players that have hot streaks and then they have cold streaks um <clears throat> it all comes back to recognizing your cold streak and then going back to the basics the just the fundamentals and slowing it down not looking for a change and but just coming back to your foundation it's very vitalistic in the in the philosophy of it you instead of searching for an outside answer of uh, what new technique do I need to learn to start mm -hmm. doing it right? It's, well, let me look within and observe my body, observe my positioning, observe what's going through my mind at the moment. And most often you'll find the answer there. Mm. Um, I, was to I told you a little bit about this over text, yeah. about what yeah. I was doing, and you shared something that's really surprised me as well. You said that when you were coming up, yeah. and you were on the 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 up that there was a period of time you struggled with thoracics or something yeah do you want to share that I yeah absolutely that can help people. so so you know you 
you learn uh, in, regu- in, in school, it's, um, I think it's, it's easier to adjust thoracics just because the person is face down and you don't have to do any posture to support them, either the head or in the lumbar spine. You don't need to get the positioning correct. So people are just laying there. And so you can, pretty much anybody can just push down. My daughter, mm. you know, can just crack the someone's back. HVHA. Yeah. P2A. Right. Just get some ribs in there. Exactly. You'll get a crack. Exactly. But then you, you know, I think your, um, your standard goes up when you learn that there's something better out there. There's a better way to do it. And so you don't want to be, you don't want to just crunch everything. And then you try and make it work. And you... You struggle at it for a while, and you struggle, and it happened for me a, l- a lot in practice. Where I would, um, I would have just like you, I would be rocking it on the lumbar's, um, doing really good on the thoracics, and the cervical suffered. Uh, I just went back to the basics, and then the cervicals were flying, thoracics were great, and then the lumbar's couldn't happen, mm-hmm. and then, <laughs> and then it happened thoracics. And for me, it was like a long time in the thoracics. Um, and it actually turned out that I personally, I needed to open up in my own thoracics. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it, I, I shared with you a personal story when I had, uh, when I had a, uh, that, that uh, surgery. gastric surgery mm-hmm. in, uh, when I was studying. I was already in, in clinic by that time. And I hadn't realized that it was still with me. And this was, I think it was 2000, <coughs> maybe 2013, 2012 or 2013, one of the first MLS seminars that Arnold did in Barcelona, so it was one of the first in, in Europe, and he was doing a demonstration, and on the interior dorsal just completely opened me up, very gentle, but real deep, and I had an incredible response, very emotional response, and just in my mind running through all of that, and it just really opened things up. And um, and then I could then I could connect more with the thoracics. Mm. Yeah. So that was actually really. So you know, once again, the answer is within. So once you had the adjustment, your something shifted in your thoracic. Once I processed the adjustment. Right. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. And um, something else I think that might help. I think a lot of chiropractic students are going to relate to this. I certainly can. And I I spoke um, to some people the other day. We had a conversation about it whereby you'll be able to adjust um, your patients in student clinic or kind of people that you're friendly with. But then when it comes to someone that you really want to do a good adjustment, Uh which makes no sense because every adjustment should be good. So I'll find if I adjust a mentor, if I adjust someone that I really look up to that I I want to impress, my my parents, I've never been able to adjust my parents. My parents are massively underwhelmed (laughs) (laughs) my level of adjusting or maybe a a chiropractor that you really respect or even it could be someone completely outside of chiropractic like if you were adjusting someone famous if you were adjusting a celebrity you're like oh i better do a good job of this one but i find as soon as my thought process is oh i i better make this one a good one then i just i screwed myself because now that i want it to be extra good then i'm in my head whereas if if you could have it where just every adjustment is a person and you're going to do your best every time then it would flow a little bit better how would you um advise to process that and get more present in these situations yeah well you said it it's just about being present 
and you know um, just being aware of yourself especially as as chiropractors we need to be we need to be at a higher vibrational level a higher awareness level than the people that we serve um, so that we can help them become more aware so if you're a chiropractor and well so let me back up so in being aware it's uh, you know uh, I forgot when it came around but you know like mindfulness or, or being present in the moment or meditation these things help you just clear the field quiet all the voices uh, uh, shut the machine down and just focus on one thing and when you focus on one thing then things come up and you can be aware of what's going on so <coughs> in the op this is this is something that really actually helps you get through that that being stuck um, it's really the same thing when you're stuck in cervicals or you're stuck in thoracics or you want to adjust someone that you really want to impress is you just go back to the foundation when you go back to the foundation you focus on where's your foot okay I take a step my foot is there I've taken a step you're in the moment mm -hmm. I cradle the head alright how am I cradling the head there it is I place my hand on the neck and it's just so it's step by step and you're in the moment mm -hmm. and then you you know maybe you catch yourself doing something wrong but most likely just by being in the moment you do it right so when you have an intention to impress someone you are now serving yourself yeah. in this adjustment you're in your ego you're in your ego and you cannot adjust from ego you can certainly manipulate mm. from ego in fact it's almost necessary to be highly egoistic during an, a manipulation right to get the crack to get it whatever the outcome is if it's a manipulation of the spine a manipulation of an extremity a manipulation of someone's psyche whatever it is okay mm -hmm. someone's economy you want to manipulate mm -hmm. so um, and it's all it's really ego based and so it's all once again quiet everything be still and just serve mm -hmm. where am I I'm in my office where do I do in my office? I serve in my office. I don't work. It's my it's my service. I serve, and so um, and that'll get you through it. So here I am. I'm about to adjust uh, the Dalai Lama. Um, okay. Or Beyonce. Or Beyonce. All right. Holy shit! There's the Dalai Lama. There's Beyonce. Okay. Okay. Clear the head. There's a person on my table. You know where am I? All right. I'm at my table, at my home, at my place, and I'm just going to serve sure. and just be there. Mm. Uh, another thought I had on this, uh, not if you're adjusting someone that you want to impress, but more if you're just adjusting someone that you feel comfortable adjusting. And any other day, whether you're in your practice or whether I'm in student clinic, adjusting a friend that you're close with or just a, a, a regular patient that you're not going to be nervous around. But what if there's people watching you? Because... Mm -hmm. I mean, I've never had enough people watching me like to the magnitude of you have. You can't see this on camera, but we're just surrounded by benches and we're waiting for how many people do you have signed up to this 36. seminar? So there's 36 people 
they're gonna come and watch him adjust you know i've had maybe my class watch me adjust or maybe a group of like five people yeah. what was that like to go to make that transition especially when you're taking over from arno yeah. and you know that people are watching in the in the back of your mind you're going to have that chatter and all, all that nonsense and all like you're being compared to someone else how then did you did you have that um that journey to go down where you yeah. have to come <coughs> and get used to having people watching you and if it might be your best work it might not be your best work and you have to just put that down and, totally. and do your best so so i had you know we we referenced uh, my surgery before when i was 26 so about my age yeah. that's about your age i um i i had extreme pain gastric pain and we didn't know why i had lost a bunch of weight and um I was going, I was going to have a scheduled, they found like a nodule mm. in my duodenum, and I was going to, I was scheduled to have exploratory gastric surgery, which means they were going to open me up, they didn't know what they were going to find, and let's just see what happens. So I'd never had surgery before, um, and I was also going through a, a lot of emotions, because here I'm losing my weight, I don't even know what's going on with me, I don't know if I had like, cancer or what, and so I did a lot of visualization work with um, Susan Rhodes, who at Life West um, was the, uh, the psychology professor then, and she does, she does amazing things. She's just a really wonderful woman who works uh, with a lot of people and helped me visualize um, just a place of peace. And so I would, um, you know, it was, where's your, where's your pa place of peace? I was, I don't know, on a, on a beach, you know, just laying in the sun. So I took a, a boat down a river, and there was the river. There was a couple things at the river. What did I see on the banks? And then came down in there, got off the boat, and now I'm, now I'm on a beach. And what am I doing on the beach? And just feeling fully relaxed and warm and at peace. To, to bring your... Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so I, had to, I did that. I had to do that and went through that when they put me under for the surgery I said just give me a minute here before you do it and I went through that and so I figured the other thing was if that was my last moment uh, I would be where I wanted to be sure. I would choose not my last my last thi uh, thought being oh oh crap you know someone <laughs> like, else is in control yeah. you know so that was really important to me and so I had that foundation I had worked on that and I had been um I'd done some meditation as well um, with, I think, like hypnosis. Mm -hmm. My uh, my uncle's wife um, used to do used to do hyp hypnosis. She made me a tape when I was like 16, mm. and I remember the ending. It was, you know, picture this, picture that. What do you want? How's this? And at the end, it was just realize that you can go back to this place anytime you want. Mm. It's there. That's right. And so I took that with me when I was 16, and I hadn't really gone anywhere. But um, so, you know, everywhere I went, if there was a, a beautiful place to see, and I just took a moment in, and I was able to then later on close my eyes and be there. Mm. And it gets disrupted now with all the picture taking, because now you, you go somewhere, and it's like, oh, let me get the picture and the filter and all of this. Right. And, and I don't ha take the time to just, like, spend 10 minutes looking out at the view right. which is so human so nature natural um but when i'm stressed about or, or when i have 
uh, not a clear field in adjusting getting back to your point um, I've already I have developed it took takes time to develop that being able to clear your mind so I've got 36 plus the staff so 40 people adjusting uh, watching me doing an adjustment and I'm also thinking about you know like running the seminar and and you know I'm are we going to be on time and all of these things and it's just clear your mind here I am there's a bone there's a system there's a person and here I'm going to connect mm. and it's just all right am I in the river am I on the beach where am I you know right. and I just go to that place and I feel at peace sometimes it takes me a little while sometimes not but so it's definitely a skill that you have to master being able to clear your mind so w- would I be right to, to sum it up it's not really like a, a, a wall, like a challenge that you have to break through. It's more uh, a muscle yeah. that you have to train just like any other muscle. Yeah. So the first couple of times that I'm doing it, there's going to be some struggles. Mm-hmm. But as you do it more and more and more and then you build up and next thing you know, you're adjusting with 36 people watching and you're just in your in your zone and it doesn't really matter. No, you know, um, it, perhaps. I know at my office it's definitely like that where, where, yeah, it's... But for me, still, I still need to get, still sh- kind of struggle getting into my zone here. Right. Um, I don't, I'm not trying to prove anything anymore, mm-hmm. which definitely that's helps. Ego. That's ego. Mm. Um, but definitely, I think the first time it was like trying to prove stuff. Um, and <coughs> so I just have, there's just a little bit of everyone, you know, like these guys are judging or something, you know. A little bit of self-consciousness, right. but that melts away really quickly. Right. So, um, and and yeah, I mean, the great thing is, is we teach, we're teaching, you know, be willing to fail in order to succeed. Mm-hmm. And so what type of teacher would I be if I didn't exhibit the same? Sure. So that's, you know, it's also being an integrity. That's the thing. If I'm teaching, you know, being perfect every single time and, and you can't screw up ever, well, then I better be perfect. And uh, and if I am a perfect being, then I don't have to worry about if so uh, uh, <laughs> about screwing up. I'm definitely not a perfect being, and uh, and so there's always that always that possibility. But that's why we train being tuned in. Everything is is the same. It's all mastery, mastery of self, mastery of, of awareness, mastery of adjustments, mastery of tone, mastery of feeling. All of it is a path. Because, you know, there's been times in my life where I could, I could be 100% constantly in a place of ease and awareness, just almost a constant meditative state. And there's been other times where it's taken me maybe 15 minutes of meditation of just sitting there and really trying to focus in order to finally get one second of meditation. And I'm not talking about the beginning and the end. I'm talking about in the middle of the journey. Right. It's been tough. And so it's always about practice and, you know, there's everything changes around you. So depending on things that happen in your life and how you handle those things, different stresses uh, come and go and just how you integrate and process. Mm. And that's what's great about chiropractic because that's what we do. We help people integrate and process the normal stresses of of life. Yeah. All right. I think that's going to help a lot of people we wanted to keep it short you know one or two points about the 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 path of mastery the up and down motion as you go but you are progressing over the long haul 
certainly. And getting over that um, fear of adjusting in front of people. I think that's something that everyone can uh, relate to that's watching this or listening to it now because the memory card on the camera is full. <laughs> and uh, yeah, thank you for sharing. If you have any, any, any closing thoughts. Well, just, you know, if this isn't, if you don't want to put the work in, that might be a, a signal to you that this is not what you should be doing. And that's totally okay. There's many other necessities in humanity for you to fil fulfill. Don't be a chiropractor because you think you should, because you think you can make money, because, you know, anything other than it just completely resonates with who you are and who, what your being is telling you. So um, the, road, the, the path of mastery is not easy, but there's a certain ease to it that kind of pulls you along. And if, it's, if you're rejected by it or if you have ang anxiety or negative feelings about it, there's some incongruency there, whether it's the incongruency about what you should be doing or what is your calling, or maybe the way you're doing things and the what contrasting with what you believe is creating that anxiety or creating that stress. So just be congruent, act in integrity, and just be at peace, man. Yeah. Cool. Just be at peace, man. <laughs> Thank you, Danny. My pleasure, man.